0: The only two-time Brownlow medalist currently in the competition in Nat Fife, joins us on Grandstand AFL. Nat, appreciate your time. Corb, thanks for having me. Uh, So the season comes to an end, end of the chapter for Fremantle in 2023. How do you look back on it uh, as a a
1: season overall? Yeah, it's interesting. This time last year, plus a couple of weeks, we were preparing to play Collingwood in a big final at this ground, uh, and the energy was much different for our season. And the pieces of the puzzle haven't changed all that much in terms of coach personnel system. Um, So there is some disappointment about how this year turned out, but I said last week, I think we're bottom four wins-losses, but it doesn't feel like that's where we're at as a club. Um, We're not far off um, putting together a season that I think is reasonable enough to play top eight footy for a number of years with our list profile. And and I don't want to be a hype merchant and just sell false hope, but that's where I genuinely think think we're at. I'll go back to the team in a moment, just on your own
0: game this year. So uh, seven games last year, nine games this year. You gave a really candid interview to Ben Cameron on the ABC earlier in this year and you spoke about the struggles that you had last year, both physically and mentally throughout the year. You've only been able to play two further games this season. How have you got through it, again, both from a physical and a mental standpoint?
1: Yeah, um, last year was much different to this year. I had a bad back injury, which kind of... um has required my body to rejuvenate and all through last year I just kept breaking down and I was in a bit of a different spot mentally and all the setbacks um, felt uh, so much more significant than what they have been this year. This year the tranquility is high, the agitation is pretty low and each time something doesn't quite go the way that you intend, uh, it's not too bad bad of a setback, I've got enough perspective and vision to be able to see this one through and keep chipping away. Um, and I'm still coming back from a back injury. I've got a broken foot. I've had patella, um, uh, issues with my patella. I've got um, plantar fasciitis. I've got a bunch of niggles. But mostly I'm coming back from a back injury that's shut my whole body down. Now I'm healthy enough, but everything's just not harmonising and singing properly. And that's why when I'm playing this year, it looks like I don't really know what I'm doing. The game's gone past me. Um, and those have been some nervous moments. But I still have confidence that in time, this thing will turn back around again. So you're just about to enter into a new two-year deal. Uh, I guess that was my
0: next question. How much confidence do you have that you'll be able to play consistent footy and, and be out there on a regular basis over that, that next two-year
1: block? Well, I used to answer that question with heaps of confidence. My best footy's still in front of me. We'll get back there. But it's just the wrong lens now. Um, I used to be... Um, captain of the club there's a lot of expectation on myself personally and externally but that's shifted so far now really all I've got to do is take care of what's directly in front of me which is have a good off season train as well as I can use all the resources around me to get myself back in whatever condition I can and then whatever happens from there will take care of itself but I'm hopeful it's two years and change I keep playing beyond that contract for now I just look at the off season.
0: Justin Mulmuir spoke recently and hinted at the fact that you'd be going back into the engine room and playing in the midfield where you would think you'd get banged up a little bit more. Uh, You've had injuries over the last two years and now it looks like you're you're headed back into the midfield. Uh, Is that your understanding of of
1: what 2024 looks like? We've got a few conversations still to have but I think that cycle has kind of come back around again. I went forward. I wasn't able to give Justin anywhere near my best footy in that role so we weren't able to really look at it properly but um, I've got over 12 years of experience playing as a midfielder and I've sort of found a way to do that pretty well and um, I seem to think that's where my best football still is and in terms of the conversation about getting banged up, you get banged up wherever you play. I'm a crash and bash type player, I'll try and play more efficiently, I've spoken about trying to play a bit more like Pendles and those sorts of players that uh, preserve their bodies, a bit. I'll see how I go with that Um, but it's a contact sport, you're going to get banged up.
0: You won 16 games last year as a club. It's looking at, uh, what, nine or 10, depending on how this afternoon goes. Uh, We hear all the time that progression's not necessarily linear. It is a young group, and yet, as much as we say that, in practice, there's a certain amount of impatience, and particularly with a club like Fremantle. It's now been 10 years since your only grand final appearance. What does next year look like in terms of win-loss, finals appearance? Where do you
1: sort of see this team progressing in 2024? Yeah, crystal ball, I left that at home again today, so it's hard to answer that question. What I would say is that um, we need to find ways to bring um, the most out of people, to allow people within our club, players, coaches, to reach their full potential. And we saw a little bit of that last year. We kind of raised the ceiling on what was possible, got a taste of that, and reality and... Normal thinking maybe set back in a little bit with our group and we've sort of lapsed back slightly. So I think that needs to be a focus for our club and our supporters in that with our young list and the work that we've put into that, and we're ready. We're ready to take the next step. Players need to see the potential they can achieve for themselves and us as a group need to see the potential of what we can achieve next year and beyond. But um, talk's pretty cheap at this time of the year. It's almost impossible for us to judge captaincy Uh, I guess in
0: a similar way as as coaching all we can see is what unfolds on the field but you've obviously given up the captaincy Alex Pierce takes over this year what have you made of his first year as captain of the club
1: I've really liked what Alex has done Uh, internally his connection with players um, what he stands for as a a man and as a leader he's got all the tools to be a great captain and adversity is the best way to learn so I've been talking with him about um, if you can keep your eyes open through this challenging period Uh, deal with all the scrutiny that comes your way and see this through, then this will be the best learning environment for you to become a great captain. And you can't judge these things until 20, 30 years down the track. But um, I think he's the man for the job. Do you think there'll be change in
0: the off-season? And if if there is change, what do you think you need to be able to make this group better?
1: There is always some change and some tinkering as well. Um, I I think we need to invest in the space of... um, I guess, mindset, high-performance mindset, those sorts of things. And um, I think there'll be a little bit of change around our group and coaching, but not much. Like, we've kind of got all the pieces of the puzzle that we need. Our coaches are good. Our playing list is really strong. Um, Yeah, We're set and ready to go, and we need, I guess, to see the cycle through. What does the off-season look like? I think
0: last year you went over to California and did some work with Austin who's uh, done a whole lot of work with the uh, the Port Adelaide guys in the past and we see some of those shots on, on social media have you got something similar planned this
1: off season? I'm not going to America this year, I, uh, I'll be going to India for five or six weeks <laughs> I've got some interests over there to take care of and hopefully I can you know, disappear into the spiritual realm as well which is um, what I like to do but yeah, that's, that's the plan at the moment and then November I'll be here training getting ready for a big year next year. So it was
0: Nicaragua Nikawag-
1: I think last year that
0: Nicaragua, where you went. Central to. America, yeah. So what? Is, what do? You, what will you get up to in India?
1: Who knows? so I got a flight that lands in Umnabad on the mid to September sometime, and then I will, um, yeah, a week or two of business, and then follow my nose. Awesome. Just see where you end up. Pretty much. Anything in particular you want to see? Um, not really. Um, just lower the expectations, as always with travel, and just see what is presented. Uh, well, have a, have a great trip. I was lucky enough to be there earlier in the year. So,
0: uh, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a wonderful place to go. I'm sure you'll have a great time. I look forward to seeing you back on the, uh, the green stuff next year as well. Nat, appreciate your time as always. Thank you.